Hello everyone and welcome again to Damn It 64. So I haven't quite gotten on the 64 yet. I just checked my GPS. I am 12 miles away from the crib, but 24 minutes. See why the Damn It 64, it's goofy. Like that, it makes no sense for it to be so close, but so far. So don't get used to two podcasts in one day because that's not a thing. That's not what I'm doing. It's just day one. I had to do the introductory one and then they had me to do this cool ad and then I realized that the ad took over my trailer. So if you listen to the trailer, it's actually an ad for Anchor, but whatever. You know, it's all a learning curve. But today, I'm trying to actually figure out what the actual conundrum is that make people come to a stop (laughs) when they get onto these bridges and tunnels. I don't I don't understand because if you're from here, you know that you will sit in traffic and sit and sit and sit, right? And then you'll finally get to the bridge, mouth of the tunnel. Don't you do it. I'm sorry. There's a car that literally wanted to try to switch lanes in the middle of the intersection. See, that's the shit I'm talking about. Near misses, right? I talked about near misses in the first episode because if they'd have hit me, this would have been a completely different kind of podcast. Anyhow. What I don't quite understand is why is it people slow all the way down to go through the tunnel if they're afraid? It doesn't make sense. See, me, I'm a gun it. If there's nobody here and I'm nervous about being in the tunnel, what I'm going to do is float through that joint as fast as I can possibly. Are you serious? (laughs) There's a slow-moving train up here. Ugh, I haven't even gotten to 64 and the shenanigans has begun. Anywho, I'm going to do my best to get through the tunnel as quickly as possible so that now I'm out of it. So my original thought process when I first started going through it was like, well, maybe there's a lot of traffic on the other side. You know, maybe there's congestion. Almost every single time you go through the HRBT, When you come out, there is nothing on the other side. You are driving out your regular, regular speed limit. And, I mean, it's like nothing happened. And it's like, it's not like you got another lane. It's not like the lanes widen. It's not like, you know, there's less people. Because the same amount of people that were in the tunnel that were trapped are now out. So, that's where I get lost. Like, yo how how is this how is this happening so my theory is people are slowing down and then finally when they get through the end they speed up and get out but they cause a complete and total bottleneck in the meantime when this happens oh my god there is a whole train taking forever at Granby and Little Creek. I'm sorry if I'm talking really slow. I'm really trying to see if this train, if the caboose is coming through and I just keep seeing cars on cars on cars. Oh, she just want to go home. Anywho. So I've always wondered like what what people are afraid of. 
when it comes to the actual tunnel part. If anything, I would be more afraid of the bridge because let's say you get into an accident in the tunnel, right? You get into an accident in the tunnel and you're probably going to hit a wall, but those things are built like really, really strong. There have been all kinds of accidents in that joint and they, you know, have yet to collapse. It hasn't happened, right? So it's not like the, t- the walls are going to come in or whatever. Your car is going to get fucked up really bad. Again, warning, I told y'all I cursed earlier. But, you know, it's not like you're going to go into the water. The bridge, however, is what scares me because if Johnny Stupid Face decides that they want to, you know, not look before they get over and then they hit me, it's a possibility that one of us could jump this wall that I feel like is about three and a half feet high and end up in the bay. And I, that's my fear. That's what makes me want to drive an absurd mile per hour to get the hell off the bridge. The tunnel is not my problem. The bridge is what I got beef with. And it doesn't help that my my issue also is I've seen dolphins maybe like three times when I've been riding with someone. So subconsciously, I want to kind of look over the sides and be like, ooh, are there dolphins? And I know that's a terrible practice because as I'm looking at dolphins, somebody slamming on brakes and then, you know, then I've, I'm that asshole that caused the accident. That's not what I want to do. So, it's just one of those things where it's like you got a lot of people going the same way, you know, every time. And because everybody's going the same way, it's always going to naturally be traffic. But then you add to that that fear of whatever with the tunnel, then everyone naturally slows down while they're in it. And then they speed up when they get out of it. But... Again, that's what makes you crazy. Y'all, I'm still sitting at the same intersection. Now it's saying I'm not going to be home until 6 o'clock because there's a train. Oh, wait. The gate's lifted. Praise you, the Lord. I told y'all in the trailer that this podcast might not have any kind of rhyme or reason or make any kind of sense. And I am living up to those very low expectations. Now, one thing I can say that I've learned in going back and forth on this commute is patience. Because if I freak out every time that there's some sort of slowdown, there's some sort of accident, there's some sort of like traffic backup, I would have had an aneurysm a very long time ago. So what I've learned to do is count my blessings. So, yeah, I'm like right now I'm sitting here. I've been sitting at the same light for like however long. How how long have I been talking? What, seven minutes? For the past seven minutes, I've been sitting here at this intersection. I can see where I need to go, but I can also see this train that's going two miles an hour. Old Steph would have been like, oh, fuck. Like, why are we here? I just want to go home. New Steph is like, all right. I got enough gas to get home. It's nice and warm in my car. I'm, you know, creating a little podcast that may or may not generate some buzz. I got shit to do. I got notepads in my car if I need, if need be. I've got my iPad so I can work on things because I actually have a, <laughs> I have an ad that I need to resize that I guess I could have did just now. But I have things to do. I'm not panicking. 
What I also appreciate when they have these stops, instead of getting upset, I recognize that while this is a minor inconvenience for me, it's a major event for someone else. So say someone ran out of gas in the tunnel. So now instead of you just making it to the gas station, you have to get your car towed to like out of the tunnel or wherever you need to get it towed to. So now you got to pay for the tow truck. So instead of having to pay for gas, just gas. Now you have to pay for the tow truck, wherever you were going. Now you're late, like all of that. And then, oh God, God forbid an accident. Now this one thing is something that I've, I'm trying to teach my kids. So if we're ever stuck, like let's say we're going to Bush Gardens. I know we're talking about the tunnel, but it's still damn it 64. So Bush Gardens is off of 64. A lot of times there are fender benders, accidents, because there's constructions all up and down that shit. So if we're sitting in traffic and my kids start to get antsy because they want to go to Bush Gardens and we have to sit and wait, I remind them, especially when I start to see like emergency response vehicles, that we might be a little bit late, but we're still going to be able to get to wherever we're going. The person who needs the help might not have to. Their whole day is radically changed. Their whole day, week, life, whatever, can be radically changed because of what just happened. So, so instead of being so upset about being not being the first people in line at Bush Gardens, let's just take that moment to be thankful that it didn't happen to us. And then also say a quick prayer for them. Let's hope that they make it through. May God look out for whoever they believe in, look out for them and make sure that they're able to live to tell the story. Because that's not always the case. So I told y'all this wasn't going to all be rants or whatever, but I can definitely appreciate like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm a few minutes late and it's going to take me a while to get to where I, I need to go. But I also appreciate being able to wait. You know, even like if I'm low on gas, I'm able to go to the gas station and stop and get gas and put money in my gas tank. And it's not the end of the world. You know, it's an inconvenience. Do I want to stop and get gas over here? Hell no. Gas is high as hell on the south side. Like right now, I just passed the gas station like maybe a few minutes ago. Gas is $2.49 a gallon in Norfolk. It's like two fifteen in Hampton. I'll be damned. If I don't have to buy gas out here, I'm not. So... It's it's being it's about being patient. It's about not getting worked up about it because in the grand scheme of things, you don't really have a choice. Oh, another thing that I like to be grateful about, especially when I'm leaving work and I get stuck in traffic, is that even though I'm ready to go home, I'm tired, I'm over it, I am getting paid for today's work. I am leaving work. I am leaving somewhere that is going to give me a paycheck actually tomorrow you get paid but they you know i'm leaving somewhere where i get paid which helps me put money put gas in the tank which is essentially money in the tank lord but um helps me put gas in the tank if something happens you know what i'm saying like it it's it helps me pay for the cellular device that i am recording this podcast on it helps me buy all the pens and notepads and journals and shit that i have in my car that keeps me from losing my shit while sitting in traffic.
because guess what now i'm on 64 and it's backed up the bay avenue but hey it ain't backed up the granby so we're good right so it's it's a game that i'm learning to play as far as being patient and not falling apart because even right now i'm trying to figure out like okay so i'm out of that situation with the train but now what's keeping us and right now it's just sheer volume i mean it's a two-lane highway on this side and everybody's trying to go home but like i said it's time to start counting those blessings okay i'm glad i got enough gas to get home i'm glad that my husband is actually cooking dinner i think he's making spaghetti oh my god that's my favorite my kids are home they're all in one piece you know and nobody got in trouble today i don't think i don't think anybody got in trouble today at school i'll find out when i get there but today's gratitude note while sitting in this whew, i don't know three and a half mile back up is that it could be a lot worse and i got shit to do to occupy me while i'm sitting or scooting along so until next time Drive carefully.